and welcome to Behind the Scoop. It's Sunday, the 15th of May. My name is Mark, and this is the podcast from Scoop Empire. On the podcast today, I'm going to be speaking to the fashion designer, Ahmed El Sayed, who's known on Instagram as Twisted Curls. And we're going to be talking about men's fashion and what we should and should not be wearing this summer. It's on the way. But first, let's talk about some news making headlines in our region. And the American-Palestinian journalist from Al Jazeera, who was shot dead by Israeli soldiers last week in the Janine refugee camp in the occupied West Bank, had her funeral procession on Friday. And that ceremony was marred by the shocking scenes of Israeli police violence against the mourners. It was reported that police burst through courtyard gates at one point and charged at the crowd, kicking and beating pallbearers, and also fired tear gas canisters and rubber bullets at Monas at one point too. Egypt's foreign ministry has expressed its total rejection and strong condemnation of the attacks. Ahmed Hafez, the ministry spokesman, says such unacceptable attacks represent a violation of the rights of the Palestinian people and the sanctity of the dead. Meanwhile, following the COP26 summit in Glasgow last year in Scotland, remember that was the climate change summit, it was announced then that the next one, COP27, would be held in Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt. That's in November this year. And Egypt has announced that it plans to issue a new national target to cut its greenhouse gas emissions within weeks. That's according to the Foreign Minister Semeh Shukri, as the country hopes to take the lead as host of the summit in November. Meanwhile, also in Egypt, the Suez Canal Economic Zone has signed a deal for investments worth $10 billion for green hydrogen and green ammonia projects with major international companies and alliances. This is to establish industrial facilities and complexes in the Sukhna area to produce green fuel and use it for ship bunkering purposes and to export to foreign markets. In just a few moments, we're talking fashion with my guest Ahmed El Sayed here on Behind the Scoop. On the podcast today, my guest is known to his hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram as Twisted Curls. He's a fashion designer and he joins me now. Hello, Ahmed, and thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Hi. Hi, Mark. How's it going? Very well. Thank you very much. How is Dubai? Dubai is amazing. Actually, uh, we were very lucky to be having great weather so far, so won't jinx that, knock on all the wood in the house. Your Instagram has nomad creator storyteller. Is there any one of those that you would mostly associate yourself with? I think for me, being uh, a nomad is able to uh, help me tell stories. Okay, and for anyone who doesn't know what Nomad is, that's someone who travels and moves around a lot. Yes, um, it could be a physical in a physical way, but I feel like you can also be a nomad in your with your creativity, with your narratives, with your stories. Uh, like we were t- talking about earlier, I'm Egyptian, born and raised in Qatar, uh, living in Dubai. Um, so I just kind of have these three cultures uh, going through um, my experiences. Twisted Curls is your Insta thing. What does that mean? I mean, honestly, I didn't really have time back then to think of a username back then. Instagram was, you know, just another app. 
Um, I've got very curly hair growing up. It was just something that my parents never like uh, made me shy away from. And I uh, just kind of uh, created that name based off that. Now, do I regret not having my full name? Sometimes, but, you know, it's it's a distinctive username. It, it is. <laughs> it is very distinctive. The House of Nomad. This isn't just your thing. This is something that you've done with other people. What? Uh, tell us about that. I have a bachelor's degree in fashion design. Um, when I was studying fashion, it was always this concept where I really wanted to break the mold of just because you're studying fashion does not mean you have to be a fashion designer. I started a career in e-commerce and then, you know, a friend of mine said, you know what, why don't we start a clothing brand together since you already have the expertise of design and he has the expertise of running a business. And this is how kind of House of Nomad uh, was born. It started in Dubai and, you know, over the seasons, we started to showcase our collections uh, during Paris Fashion Week. Yeah, the rest is history. So who do you think is fashionable or stylish? Um, I would probably go with Rami Malik. I think he's a great representative for this region and also you know, a great representative for this region on a global level. Um, he's definitely broken the mold of um, you know, Arab talent being showcased um, on global campaign uh, levels. Um, he's a great actor, very talented, and his red carpet looks are... Very polished, if I was to use that word. Polished in what uh, way? Like polished in a way where it's he's he knows how to dress for his body type. Um, you can tell that he's not um, a tall actor, and I think a lot of people sometimes just go for certain trends, not taking consideration their body type or their body proportions. Clearly, his team or he knows his body proportions very well. Even if you look at his suit on the red carpet, it's you know it's. They're very curated. They fit him like a glove. And there are quite a few people from our region or people with links to our region who are winning awards, who are being in movies uh, these days, and then treading the boards on the red carpet, like Riz Ahmed, for instance. Um, I'm also a big fan uh, for uh, Riz Ahmed because it's, it's for me, it, the aesthetic that they both have, um, they could really go for like a very understated style or they could really dress up for the occasion or they can, you know, sometimes push the bar and go a little bit more daring. But they always stay true to their own personal aesthetic. And I think that's so important, especially for them representing certain regions on a global level. It's, it's a great representation showcasing their versatility in the red carpet. Is there a color that men are supposed to be wearing this summer in 2022? Well, you know, like you said, it's summer. So I think color is going to be a big uh, hit always. I mean, every summer season. Um, but I definitely think more of the, like the tones around like tangerine, orange tones. They're, let's say, creating a little bit of a, a splash or a hit on an international level. And I think it's going to slowly start to kind of uh, affect and influence the region here. Mostly, it's going to be a lot of pop colors. It's going to be celebration of color this season, especially because last summer, I feel, and the summer before, a lot of colors were a little bit more muted. People, like, you know, um, were going through the whole lockdown, isolation, and everything. So everything just kind of was more like on gray, neutral tones. Whereas this summer, everyone's going to be going all out. So expect a lot of color, Mark. 
you know, you can see it like already in like, um, it, there's a couple of celebrities in the Met Gala that, you know, that's um, chose a pop of color to represent a Gilded Age, which is such an interesting choice of color. But I mean, you know, if brands like, let's say, Valentino are using bright uh, color pops in their collections um, for the season, and then surely, um, you know, high street brands and bridge brands are going to start picking up on that trend. And you're going to start seeing it more often um, in the retail. How long does it take from like the Met Gala or the Oscars or whatever for it to filter down to high street chains? Honestly, with, with how fast, you know, some high street brands are working, I wouldn't be surprised if I would just say a couple of weeks um but also this is wow. kind of like the the age that we live in right everything is very fast paced everything is see now by now even a lot of um regional designers that would stick to more of um seasonal uh, collection and uh buyer appointments they're all shifting to the see now by now so as they um, showcase their collection you're able to purchase it on the spot which is such a big shift in the whole uh, fashion calendar. Whereas before we would work six months in advance. So what you would see would be in store within, you know, four, five, six months. Now with a lot of brands, what you would see you'd be able to most likely purchase. And is there something for women and for men that they shouldn't be wearing right now? Something that went out of fashion and that none of us have realized? Or that I haven't realized. I mean, I'm just a little bit biased just because it's summer right now. I'll probably say stay away from dark colors. Neutrals is a great way to um, go about a summer wardrobe uh, if you want to play it safe and you, you know, if you're not really into like bright pop colors. But I'll probably stay away from dark colors. I think, you know, unless it's like a dark magenta or like, you know, uh, like navy blue, but I would stay away from like the dark, you know, grays the blacks and stuff like that. So how do you spend, for your company, how do you spend the summer then? What what do you do during the summer? Is all your work done before or is this going to be a really busy few months? If you were to ask me this question, let's say two years ago, I would have been like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm about to go on vacation. But I think now, like there's a, as you, as you saw, like, there's a big shift in, in everything. So when we were meant to be taking breaks during Ramadan, we were working a lot. And then we're kind of meant to be taking breaks during Eid. Campaigns are coming up. I definitely want to go to like an island somewhere, though, to switch off for a bit. Okay, so what are three trends that we are seeing on the red carpet in 2022? So um, the first one, I would say um, celebrity couples and this whole androgyny behind their wardrobe whenever they're in the red carpet together. Um, you can tell that the the men and women they're just kind of it's kind of like an, an exchange of wardrobe it's it's kind of killing two birds with one stone you're able to target the female audience and the clients and at the same time you're able to target the male audience and clients i mean depends on what they're wearing obviously but androgyny plays a very big uh, factor now i think with a lot of celebrity couples okay and number two um kilts Skirts, I don't know what uh, uh, what's the, the right character because it keeps shifting and changing. But I mean, I think a lot of um, uh, male celebrities uh, post-COVID, post-lockdown 
they're embracing more of their daring side and they're, you know, uh, sporting a lot of kilts on the red carpets. Um, well, kilts are Scottish. Of- they have certain tartan that has to be yes. from a certain clan. And I guess it would be cultural appropriation if you weren't Scottish or of that heritage to wear that. I mean, cultural appropriation is such a big thing in the fashion industry right now. I think, um, you know, this whole cancel culture that's happening right now on social media with a lot of celebrities not really doing their research in what they're wearing and can really represent certain cultures in a, let's say, off-putting way or a very offensive way to that specific culture. So maybe we won't use the word kilts, but I think men in skirts, let's say, is a general scope um, that has become a big trend. It's uh, it's nothing to do with their let's say sexual preference. It's just I think it's more to do with them embracing um, a more let's say fashion forward or a fashion um, daring uh, side to their aesthetic and their wardrobe. And number three. So I would probably say the third trend is accessories. Um, men are turning to accessorizing a lot more. Uh, recently, you know, there's the big wave of luxury watches. There's a lot more of uh, male representation with global jewelry um, and accessory uh, campaigns. So um, I think that's definitely a big uh, trend from glasses, jewel, um, you know, jewelry like necklaces, rings. Um, I think, you know, it, it, they tell a lot about the celebrities' aesthetic um, these days as well. Well, that's fabulous, Ahmed. And thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been really lovely. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. And I hope um, to see you guys when I'm in Egypt next. His name is Twisted Curls on Instagram. Thank you, Ahmed Al Sayed, for joining me on the podcast today. And loads of great fashion tips in there as well. Tomorrow on the pod, we're going to be joined by an actress who is so hot right now. Selma Abudayev will join me tomorrow. So please make sure you do right here on Behind the Scoop. <laughs> 